Good evening, lads and lasses, and welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. We've returned in record time, but there's still plenty to talk about with Champions League results, Liverpool's continued struggles, and a brand new crop of MLS jersey leaks, plus rendering. It's a lot to get to, so let's kick off. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. Today is Thursday, March 11th. It's my sister's birthday. It's Ian's sister's birthday. Ian's sister Margaret is turning in age today and I'm just take a guess. 20 <laughs> well, that part you got that right. <laughs> I knew. 25 6 7 Oh, the third time's a charm folks. <laughs> you got it. Racist. He wasn't raising his eyebrows to indicate to me. Lower. <laughs> lower, lower, lower. Was she a freshman when we were seniors? Yes. I did not know that. I thought she was one year even more removed from that. Well, that teaches me. We tried Boys, not we're to getting off, We're getting off track already. We, we yeah, haven't well, even introduced me yet. We're listen, off track. Listen, <laughs> he, he never gets to speak, so he had something to say. That, that's my piece. That's my deep dive on this episode. Uh, yeah, joining us from the other side of the state is someone whose sister is not having a birthday today. So far as no. I know, Justin Horniker. Justin, how are you doing tonight? And do you even I, have a sister? Come I do, me. but it's a little bit different situation that my sister is still a child. So oh, okay. But we have a 16 year age gap. So if anyone out there can do this, just I my sister when I was 16. I was wow. 16 when she was born. So. That's crazy. My brother's 13 years older than me. I thought I was the only one with an age gap like that. That's nuts. That's cool. So are you all yeah, like that's what happens when your parents have you when they're 18. So yeah, that's all that that's how that works out. That's, yeah. I mean, my parents <laughs> my parents <laughs> had my brother when they were 30. So they I was just a miracle. <laughs> Steven's on the other end. So yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a real surprise. They didn't know I was being born until like seven and a half months. Which is very frightening. <laughs> what is it? They just hadn't find, found out. And then one day they were like, <laughs> anyway, uh, what this podcast is about. I'm sure there's a podcast in our vast and expansive media empire that mm. is about that. Right, right. But not this one. It's called Sister to Sister. <laughs> to sister. <laughs> sister Act 2. It's um, hosted by Gift Jeff, obviously. Oh, right. obviously, for sure. He knows all about the sisters. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Uh, we are here to talk about soccer, a game where women are as talented, but, you know, not not allowed. <laughs> that's basically, that's the rule of soccer. Um, much like a younger sister, really. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, we're here to talk about it anyway. And we're uh, we're just going to rip the band-aid right off with a, a Liverpool, another Premier League Liverpool loss i just would like to say to the people who might be listening right now when i said several months ago that liverpool were not a top four team and i was told that i was crazy that uh sometimes when i'm crazy pessimistic i'm right crazy like a fox that's right blow it out your butts is what i say with a uh, one to nothing loss to fulham really tony khan 
Uh, he's, he needed a win on Sunday morning because he suffered a, a massive L on Sunday night. But that's a that's for a different podcast. Old uh, Fulham FC beat Liverpool one to nothing. Fulham move even with Brighton on points, one back of Newcastle. Um, mercifully, I did not uh, watch this game. <laughs> I uh, I had a work thing on a Sunday morning, which is weird enough to begin with, and I wasn't able to catch this. Um, but it was terrible. Liverpool lost another home game. I think they've lost six in a row now. Six, six in a row games after winning like 30 bajillion consecutive or not losing 30 bajillion consecutive home games. Um, Fulham even won on the expected goal battle. Um, Liverpool, I mean, this, this season is just a disaster. Not only the injuries, but like Allison lost his dad and then, uh, Jurgen Klopp's mom passed away. I found out recently, like right around the same time. And like, it's just freaking one thing after another. And, you know, we talked about it at length last time. So I don't think we need to dig in. I think it's kind of like, well, we're just going to put our best foot forward in the champions league now. Cause even top four in the premier league kind of feels out of reach, which is crazy. Um, you know, obviously, if they were just good again, it wouldn't be out of reach, but it doesn't seem like they're anywhere near the end of this slide. So, I just feel like they, I think if they get everyone back, they are the best team in the Premier League, obviously. Well, maybe yeah. not obviously with Man City, but I just think they aren't deep enough. Like, that's been their issues. They weren't able, because of whatever with the Boston group, they weren't able to reload, and they just aren't as deep as they need to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, like, Man City... And even like Chelsea, Man United, look at Chelsea's bench. I mean, they're not as nearly as good, obviously, up top as Liverpool. But they're bringing guys like Christian Pulisic and, you know, sometimes Timo Werner and, mm. and those sorts of people off the bench. I have hurts. And I love them, but the Liverpool's bringing Jordan Shakiri and freaking now uh, Divock Origi and... Yeah. James Milner, who is a saint and a wonderful person, but also but should maybe old, be playing in like care about cup ties. Old is literally the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a big part of it. I think that's just some exhaustion factor and some mental, like they've just been put through the ringer emotionally and mentally. And I, you know, and a lot of it is just that they're not playing. The players that are there still just aren't playing as well as they can. They still, mm. you know, with the team they fielded on Sunday, they still shouldn't have lost to freaking Fulham. So it looks um, to me like they haven't, like from an outside looking in, like they're almost not used to playing with each other anymore. Like it almost feels yeah. like that. Everything just like so disjointed. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. You don't know who's going to be on the field any given night, and uh, they're just out of sorts. And I think. I think it's kind of fine. Like, I think they're not going to like fire Klopp, obviously. And they're not going to, you know, they might sell one of the front three and try to do something different, but they're not going to gut the team. I don't think Um, they're just in that position where, you know, hopefully next year they're going to have fans and they're going to be healthy and they'll have some off season additions and Killian Mbappe looks really good in red and it'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, no, even jokes aside, though, I mean, I they'll have to sign some people in the offseason, and it'll be a soap opera, Stephen, because Klopp has been linked to uh the Germany job. So, I don't know if you, I don't know, I, I would be surprised if he 
wanted to move to an international team. I feel yeah, like I don't he, I don't see him leaving. He's more all. of the negotiator and and you know, which obviously you're still picking and choosing players, but you don't get to scout from wherever and find I just think with like how much control he has like at Dortmund and now Liverpool I don't see how that works yeah it's like when uh when Greg moved from Columbus to the U.S. team there's there's some growing pains there that's for sure Mm -hmm. Greg but he's been great great three T's so uh (laughs) talk me through uh Manchester Manchester City Manchester United played which means I'm sure Manchester City must have won right so talk me through oh you would be wrong Stephen, because what happens is manchester united are really good at like one thing and that is counter-attacking and usually they don't get to because they're the better team so the other team just lets them have the ball and try to break down their low block and they can't however city did this thing where they tried to actually play against them and uh it didn't work so uh united win two nothing yeah Actually, it was really, it was a well played by Ole, who has won all three games at Man City since he's taken over, I think, which is like crazy considering the opposite places they have been (laughs) during that time. Mm -hmm. But they pressed high. And I think, like, I don't think City is necessarily used to having pressure against their back line when they're trying to build out the back and the front line for United, especially like Anthony Marshall, was like all over them the whole time. So they couldn't really build anything up. So, United win to nothing. They win in the XG battle as well, which kind of matched the eye test. And, you know, does this game even matter though? Because City just beat Southampton 5-2 like three days later. So mm. kind of puts a damper on things. But United win another Manchester Derby. Manchester is red, as they say. That's fantastic. I'm glad because Man City needed a w- wake-up call and they woke up because then they <laughs> slaughtered Southampton. So Yeah, this uh, actually only angers them and they win the league by one game sooner now. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 100%. <laughs> uh, Chelsea beat Everton 2 to nothing. I don't know if Everton's good or not. Are they no, good? No, I cannot. I can't make up my mind. I, I don't know. I like how yeah, I like Allen in the middle. I haven't watched them enough to like be able to make that like from the outside looking in. I don't know without like watching more games outside of like the Liverpool Everton games. You would think you should know by uh, 27 games though, you know, and you really just don't with them. I mean, they're obviously, they're obviously better than they've been. Right. I mean, I don't think there's any debate about that, but I think it's more. Yeah. It's the, I think the question maybe shouldn't be, are they good? Is are they for real? Like, are they, actually mm-hmm. going to be able to challenge West Ham and Chelsea and Tottenham and Liverpool for that fourth spot in Champions yeah. League. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Everton, if Everton makes the Champions League and Liverpool don't, don't that'll be a real kick to the teeth. Um, let's look at the uh, table a bit right now. Oh, well, we should talk about Christian Pulisic, but maybe we can do both at the same time. Yeah, because uh, Chelsea right now sits in fourth place. With 50 points, they're three zero and two in their last five. Um, Have the lost the Tuchel yet? In the American so version, I don't know how the, mm. the Brits do that, but I think they do it the opposite. I think ties are second. Uh, I knew it. Anyway. I knew as soon as I said, <laughs> <laughs> How would you That's do it? They don't do it that way. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> Those are the rules. Uh, Man City, obviously, uh, 
have the trophy as good as theirs, 14 points ahead of Man United at 54 points, Leicester at 53, uh, Chelsea three behind at 50, West Ham, Everton, Tottenham, uh, technically Liverpool still in contention for that fourth spot, uh, but, you know, not uh, in a decreasing order of likelihood, Liverpool are four, oh, four and or one four and oh i can't even remember anymore they've lost four of their last five games aston villa uh and then arsenal dead center as you would expect leads thankfully built up enough points early in the season to not be in uh danger of relegation in a in a bad stretch but they have lost for their last five they're starting to run out steam a little bit which yeah you know it's probably expected with how much talent is on that team actually Outside hilar- Patrick Bamford, of course. A hilarious thing I noticed, which also I'm probably going to lose hundreds of dollars on just out of uh, making a joke to myself, but uh, Prism Panini is a, a card company and they just released their big uh, soccer card release of the year. And for Premier League, apparently, I guess they decided everyone that played for a promoted team was a rookie this year. So even though Patrick right. Bamford has played in the uh, Premier League before, he's got a rookie card in this set. So I'm probably going to spend hundreds of dollars buying it yeah, as you, much as I can. That's a priceless item. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, that was just funny. Love Patrick Bamford. Leeds, not not as hot as Patrick Bamford. And I do mean that in every sense of the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's having a good rookie year. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, exactly. At 28 years old. Uh, Wolverhampton behind them, 35 points. Crystal Palace, Southampton, Burnley, Newcastle, Brighton and Hove Albion, uh, Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United. So if we figure that Sheffield and West Brom are pretty much screwed, uh, which of Fulham, Brighton, and uh, Newcastle are you you calling to go down, uh, Justin? I think Fulham are really good right now like they have such a good defensive record and they've played really solid against like actually good teams they played liverpool and they looked like they belonged like i think they for how bad they were they looked historically bad at the beginning of the season like i think they've really righted the ship and i don't think they finished i think of those three teams i think newcastle is probably the one getting relegated for being real here and that's what they get for letting uh, Rafa go. That's what I yeah. say. Yeah, Steve Bruce. I don't think I don't think Steve Bruce has ever really been that great of a head coach, and I definitely don't think he's good enough to like rally the troops on a sinking ship. And then Miggy's been uh, out for a while. Almiron might come back, might not, and mm-hmm. so they have some issues, and they don't have a lot of reinforcements coming in to back it up. Uh, Ian, if you're judging just by names, logos, and what you know about the team, here we go. This is good. Of, this is where which magic Fulham, Fulham, Brighton, and Hove Albion, and Newcastle United. Do you think will most likely to? And be just to clarify, Brighton and Hove Albion is one team. That so it's one team. They're not getting <laughs> Say what? <laughs> uh, Brighton and Hove Albion do have a, a seagull on their on their crest. This is real uh, nice. As we alluded to last week, um, Newcastle does have spinny horses. So, <laughs> uh, you know, which some might interpret as seahorses. I choose not to. Some may. Uh, some so, so, your, so your thoughts, Ian, please. Oh, man, you know, I like Sheffield, New- Sheffield United's uh, 
they're not even one of them. What? They're not even one of them? Aren't they? You're correct. They are being replicated, though. They weren't. Oh, I see. Of the people that are left. We're looking at 16 through 18. Oh, sorry. I have I to say, like, it took me awesome. a embarrassing amount of time throughout my life to realize that Fulham's logo was just FFC, like tilted diagonally. Uh-huh. Until I was like six, I don't actually realize that. I don't like that. <laughs> I keep, I knew it, but I keep looking for more meaning in it. You know? Yeah. Like I keep thinking there's something hidden in it, and there's not. I like, yeah. I like the Newcastle and the Brighton one. I gotta say that Fulham's like that's neat, but. So you said Fulham goes down. Yeah, they are the ones on vibes alone. Fulham's going down. They are the ones owned by Tony Khan, so you know. So everything he owns is just not so good. (laughs) It's gonna gonna be an explosion that team. Um, (laughs) So uh, Christian Pulisic, we've touched on him briefly. Is it time to get him out of Chelsea and save save him? Save him from Tommy Two Fingers. I don't know why I call him that. Other than that, (laughs) sounds with. We'll see. We'll see if it sticks. That's right. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you think? You want uh, Christian Pulisic to find a new home? I mean, selfishly, I don't want to have to cheer for Chelsea anymore, so I'd gladly see Pulisic out. I mean, I don't know. He like benefited so much for having to play his way into the lineup mm-hmm. under last year when he was like making his way through, and he's obviously he can score and he can do it at the Premier League level. Like, I don't understand what happened all of a sudden that now – Tuchel comes in and he goes from being a starter to playing like two minutes of stoppage time. Tuchel hasn't I don't know the Americans for a lot of things they did to Germany. Yeah, you think so? This is just the next one. Here's a question. Would you rather uh, Christian Pulisic stay at Chelsea and try to fight his way on the team sheet or be the first name on the team sheet at some place like Aston Villa, Wolverhampton, Crystal Palace? Maybe, I'd rather him say Maybe even Arsenal, who's pathetic. Um, yeah. Arsenal would be like kind of a good fit, unfortunately. <laughs> he would at least at least there he would have the the uh, patina of you know relevance and significance. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not going to happen because he's not going to get sold to another Premier League team. And I don't know. I think by now you just want him to stay and stick it out and see what happens to the end of the year. Like I think if he's going to go anywhere, he needs to go somewhere where he can, does have like a clarified starting spot and is a team that's playing champions league mm-hmm. I like relatively that. frequently i'm down with that all right and speaking of the champions league justin what a perfect set segue i know that you uh, uh oh we were supposed to predict top five first so let's not let's not do the champions league you oh it wasn't a segue. good segue it's terrible segue. Uh, top five i just my... wanted to talk about david Moyes' west ham that was my yeah baby <laughs> i think they're staying i'm all about david Moyes. I like David Moyes almost as much as I like Sean Deitch. Just because <laughs> Sean Deitch's name is Deitch. David Moyes always looks like he's in agony. I don't uh-huh. know if you've ever like, there's something oh, yeah. about his eyes that oh, yeah. you can tell there's been a lot of pain there. There's great pain oh. in those eyes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I th- credit all credit to them for where they are. Um, I kind of think they, I, I kind of think they hold on. I don't know. They seem like they're just legitimately good. You know, they handed that big loss to Liverpool before Liverpool was really slumping. Yeah. And, or maybe that was Aston Villa. I get those two confused a lot. I think it was Aston Villa. So disregard everything you said, <laughs> but they also wear colors similar to what Aston Villa wears and they what do. Colorado Avalanche wear. And the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche are very good. Plus 
Dean Thomas in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, big fan of West Ham United, and therefore, how could they lose? So I think we're good. I think we settled, right? Yeah, and they had Jesse Lingard. He scored four points in uh, six games. So that's very. That's I've heard that. I've heard that that is uh, that Jesse Lingard is good now. You heard that? It's weird. (laughs) I don't like it, but. you know it's there also they don't okay. have they don't have jack Grealish because jack Grealish is on aston villa so you know right right, right. that is I a detriment to him i think much like brighton and hove albion uh they should make it west ham and aston villa so i because west ham with zach Grealish is probably just gonna win the league they're probably challenging city on yeah. calf power alone i think i mean oh yeah god can you imagine if I, I'm telling you, some team needs to get Grealish, mm. Jack Grealish, and Adama Traore on their wings and just <laughs> just pincer people into submission. There'd be no escape. There'd be no escape from those two. Um, right. Moving on, we've talked enough about thick, meaty thighs. Justin, why don't you <laughs> why don't you walk us through the Champions League? But first, Ian, what is the Champions League? <laughs> it's it's the it's the better of the two you can go to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You got it. You I mean, you would think that would make the most sense. It's called the Champions League, <laughs> well, but I'd be, but I'd be surprised yeah, though. No, FIFA does do some weird. Stuff. What's the other league? Europa League. Oh, okay. yeah, got it. it Which sound, also like isn't great. <laughs> it does sound a little bit like downgrading from a you know, quick trip yeah. to come and go or whatever. So. I, I just say if I have both of those in front of me, I know which one's the better one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Justin, why don't you take the range yeah. here? So we have some games that are finished. We have some fixtures that are still in motion. So I want to go over the ones that are done. We know who's moving on. Liverpool win. They're moving on. They win by four against a Red Bull team. Ian, which Red Bull team did they play? No. Uh, Leipzig. Uh, hey, yes. <laughs> Liverpool four, Red Bull, Leipzig, or Rasenballs for Leipzig, uh, zero. How can the team look so good in Europe and so terrible in England, Stephen? Is this a Brexit thing? <laughs> I think it is. Um, I mean, you know, players, a lot of times players want the Champions League more. Yeah. But I just, I honestly just think that the, I think the Premier League is in their heads more than anything. Because you start losing to teams like Fulham and Burnley, and it's like, oh, crap, we can't beat any of these people, you know? Yeah, and I always feel like, because I think it's that way in the Bundesliga, too, where, like, these teams just lose inexplicable games. And I think it's, like, so much of a grind that, yeah, yeah. right, it just, like... Yeah, and I think even even if it's still just soccer or whatever, you know, you get that mental break of of feeling like it's something different. And even if everything's turning against you in the regular season in your home country, like this is still a different competition and all of that stuff doesn't matter, you know? Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they have the staying power to actually win champions league this year, but I wouldn't be shocked if they made it another round, you know, cause the team that's there isn't a joke. It's just that they can't get it together in the premier league. Yeah. I think, I mean, we'll talk about it afterwards when we do a little prediction, but I definitely think they aren't the weakest team left that's for yeah. sure yeah um, and i think okay. also sorry to, don't mean to interrupt but just the <laughs> fact that they got to halftime and didn't just coast you know they've yeah. added two more goals in the in the final leg um i think that says a lot and about tenacity leipzig is a team who can do that too because they're such yeah. like high impact they can just score 
quick in spurts. So yeah, it was good on him for not letting that go. Next yeah. game, we have Juventus Woo! four, Porto four. Uh, this game was crazy last game. Mm. Uh, Juve and Porto both needed extra time. Well, yeah, because you go to extra time together. Um, needed extra time, <laughs> but after <laughs> going down in a way goal, Juve score in the 117th minute. So they tie it 4-4. And then tons of pressure. This game was so much fun, especially the last four minutes. It was Porto doing everything they could to uh, like waste time and hold Juve off and Juve, Juve doing everything they could to push the ball forward. Porto end up advancing on away goals despite that heavy pressure and away goals in the Champions League being stupid, uh, Porto advance. Stephen, what are your thoughts on away goals in the Champions League? Um, I mean, I, I would love, I'd love for there to be a queen winner, but I think I prefer away goals to penalty shootouts. Yeah. So I guess. It is kind of like, you know, what's, you know, what's on at stake. Yeah. I right? mean, I think that's what it is. I think you, at least with an away goals, like, you enter game two knowing what needs to be done, you know? Mm. So like, which I guess you would without them, but at least, you know, who has the advantage going in um, and you know, when the advantage turns, it's not perfect. It is a little dumb and arbitrary, but I at least sort of get it. You know, at least there's like some sort of cohesive sports logic to it. This game yeah. was nutty. Uh, was I watched bonkers. every minute of this. It was so good. <laughs> and you didn't even mention that there were two uh, extra time goals Porto took a red card at like the oh I completely forgot minute. about the red card yeah um <laughs> so Porto got a penalty fairly early like the 25th minute maybe 30th minute maybe even earlier than that and buried it no problem and I thought well Porto's just going to run away with this now because they've you know evened the away goals thing and now UV needs to two goals to catch them and you know if they get another one then it's it's over um and uh it got got crazier and crazier from there what's that was Chiesa is that the guy who was scoring all the goals for UV yeah uh he looked phenomenal and uh really impressed me uh Cristiano Ronaldo did not look phenomenal nor did he really impress me uh, he looks toast. Yeah, he he old now, and that's okay because we're gonna we're about to talk about another guy who was really good once, but is old now. Um, yeah, and Rabio ended up getting that header an extra yeah, time. Dad. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and uh, there was a lot of pressure at the end too. It was it was nuts. So so much. Fun. I think like the other thing, like Juve under a lot of pressure domestically too, and like I think. Uh, having that added context of like Pirlo being in trouble and Juve not playing well. And then like all the pressure to try and get that last goal was very, I don't know. That's what it's all about. Really. That's yeah. why we well, love this I, game. And I think the thing about the away goals that makes it cool is like, it does add that drama. Cause like when, when Porto hmm. scores, they basically score two goals, you know, cause they go ahead on, and in extra time, they yeah. go ahead on away goals too. And so now UV needs two goals to catch it. They score the first one pretty quick. And then they just put pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure. And they can't get it done in the end. It was great. I loved it. There were like 11 cards in this game. And in addition to the red card, um, that was, was like yelling at everyone. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I loved every, every second of this. This was I'm also this, a big fan. Like Porto is such a different team being in the next round. Like uh-huh. Latin, oh, someone yeah. outside the big four leagues. Yeah, for sure. And this is the kind of game I want to show to somebody when they say, well, you know, soccer's boring. It's like, watch this. 
because uh, this one boring. This this was a thrill minute. So um, yeah, Ian, real quick, what uh, country is FC Porto in? <laughs> it seems like don't overthink it, Ian. You're gonna overthink Spain. it. Don't overthink it. No, no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next. Uh, it's right there. Uh, yeah, Since... we have a lot of people mad at us on the Iberian Peninsula, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, those countries do not get along well. Uh, <laughs> my next guess was Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Porto on Gibraltar. <laughs> uh, Justin, walk us through Barcelona versus uh, Paris Saint Germain. Please. Yeah, I mean PSG were pretty much in control. Um, it's the Kylian Mbappe show, the first oh, game God, where they won four, so four to good. one. He's, so he's just good. like those. Just the way that you can just get separation of the goals that he's scored are just. He's, he's gonna he, cost some team two hundred million dollars, and it won't be enough. Is he the best player in the world right now? I'm, I think so. I'm hard pressed to think of anyone who's better than him. Yeah, I mean, especially like all round player. Like I would say Robert Lewandowski, just for his ability to score, mm-hmm. but. He doesn't do as much like Mbappe is just such an impact all around the field and just does things that you can't believe that someone can do with the soccer ball. Um, so that's pretty much the difference as PSG win five Barcelona two over the course of both legs. Uh, Messi scored both goals via penalty and that was it. Barcelona are actually bad now as much as yeah. Sargino does tries his best. They're a, they're a hot mess. Um, and I love Sergio Des, but he's part of a rebuild there now. Also, look at Porto. Look how freaking beautiful that city is. That's insane. Also, that's a double-decker bridge right there, baby. Not comfortable with that. I don't <laughs> care. I know that architects exist, but I'm not on the I'm not on the bottom deck of that thing. And you know what else? I'm not getting on the top deck either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, beautiful picture that none of you can that is see. It's a beautiful on this. city on this audio only format just go to unsplash <laughs> and search porto it's the first thing that yeah we're gonna have to have a lot of show notes this is a very visual heavy podcast by the way uh, by the way <laughs> that that is a free use database so if you access our show notes they can't even copyright it baby we're all good we can publish these things <laughs> we're safe uh sevilla versus dortmund this ended up being closer than maybe it looked like it was going to be for a minute there tell us about it justin yeah uh you know, if I would tell you Dortmund scored five goals and one player scored four of those five goals, and you would probably say, oh, Erling Haaland had a pretty good couple of games there. Uh, he sure did. And Dortmund's <laughs> like looked pretty bad. And if they didn't have Erling Haaland, which you saw like over the Christmas period when he was hurt, they're uh-huh. not great. Like Gio Reyna's been hurt. Uh, Hazard has been hurt. Guerrero has been hurt, which are like three of their... Well, Girena being young, but he's still a starter. Those are like three of their main players coming into the season. So they've been in flex. They fired a coach. They have an interim coach. And then uh, Munchen Gladbach's coach, Marco Royce, is coming in at the end of the year. So they're just such a mess of a team right now in general. Um, you know, half expecting them just to blow out of the Champions League. So the fact that they were able to hold Sevilla off is good. Um, Sevilla is fourth in La Liga right now. So they're not a bad team. Like they're maybe something that we don't expect. La Liga is probably the best league in the world. So they're fourth and they're a pretty darn good team. So that's a good sign for Dortmund. And uh, if you're curious about what La Liga looks like, Steven, uh, let it go Madrid, six points up in Barcelona for the lead. Uh, answer this question for me. Has Erling Haaland yet killed a teammate with a goal celebration? 
I think it's going to happen. It's only inevitable. He's so aggressive. <laughs> All his goal celebrations involve choking his teammates, right? So Yeah, and it's like anger. He's a, he lets yeah. out anger after every goal. <laughs> he has a rage-filled face. His face... Mm is the face of someone who's angry all the time like i realize he's, he's scary faced, man he's a he's a strange looking guy yeah he looks like <laughs> he could be a bruiser in the nhl mm. so uh, he's 20 years old the world is his oyster he told uh the uk to f off internationally so that's positive too that's good we love that yeah that's <laughs> we're big fans of telling the uk to f off we've been doing it for, since 1776 so erling halan's got some catching up to do but um, then he talked to oprah and was like fuck off <laughs> yeah it's a, big, it's a big week for telling the uk to f off so. <laughs> um, uh what about the games that aren't finished here we've got manchester city up two to nothing on uh bmo harris bank no uh borussia munchen gladback <laughs> easy for me to say easy for you to say you think they're coming back you think uh bmg's got this no like i just <laughs> wonder like why are we even playing this game like covid is still an issue you're traveling intercontinental let's just call it uh by Mun- borussia munchen gladback that I, I can't pronounce either are not a good team right now. They're down to 10th in the Bundesliga. Marco Royce is leaving for Dortmund at the end of the year. And they just, you can tell that the players know the coach is leaving and no one looks like they want to be there. So like, why even play the second leg? City up to nothing. Just call it. Yeah, I'm surprised that they can't or don't, but I guess they have TV contracts. Yeah, they don't, they don't have that mechanism, unfortunately, but yeah. they really should. Byron up three on Lazio. Lazio did score a goal. Uh, this a game that should happen? That is also another game. I think if we are looking at the mechanism of games not being allowed, uh, just for the why bother risking COVID? This game, Stephen, I don't know if you caught the first goal of this game, but Lazio tried uh, yeah. just like, oh, like yeah. a simple back pass. Lewandowski just like stepped in front of it. Yep. It was not good. <laughs> uh, it was bad. Yeah, Lazio, not good at the back, and Bayern just took them apart. They're really lucky to only be down 4-1. to one. Yeah, uh, another game. I mean, you could have forfeited this from the very get-go, but yeah. um, not great. Atleti against Italy. Chelsea. Chelsea, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't know how good a league Italy is. <laughs> I don't think they like, I They're really not. I feel like they're not. Because Hoovy keeps falling out, and they're supposed to be the powerhouses, right? It's exciting. It's an exciting league. Like, every game is crazy. Um, when, when we were growing up, <laughs> were, like, AC and Inter really good teams? Because in my head as a kid, they were, like, world powers. Yeah, because Beckham wants AC Milan when that? he was, like, in his prime. AC okay. Milan was really good. And Inter okay. won a Champions League when uh, Josie was there. So. Okay, so they were relevant. Yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool. Uh, Atletico Madrid <laughs> versus <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea up one nothing. How do you feel about this one? I I think this is going to be a really good game in that second leg. Um, Atletico had to play in Romania for some reason. I couldn't quite figure out why. It has something to do with COVID that they couldn't actually play in Madrid. And maybe, oh, I guess the, the Real Madrid game was going on at the same time. So there's something where Atleti had to play in Romania of all places. So, which is a little bit weird. Chelsea come up one nothing. I think this game, the second leg is going to be really exciting and I can see it going, be one of those extra time games maybe. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I like uh, I like the potential for Chelsea losing. 
That's always yeah. a, a thing I'm really fond of is if that can Analytico has been really good this year, like said, they're leading, they're winning La Liga right now. And uh, I don't think they're going to be an easy out for Chelsea. Yeah. And uh, speaking of teams in, in La Liga, Real Madrid against Atalanta. Uh, Real Madrid, do you have a one nothing lead? How do you feel about your boys in Atlanta, which is not the place they're in because that's it's in Bergamo. Come on, Steven. Yeah. And it's under the ocean. You know, they're, yeah. they're trying so hard. Um, they really are. They're, they're trying really hard, and <laughs> I think they should try. be rewarded for that. <laughs> they should, um, they oh, be I'm so nervous about this second game. Hard, dang it. Because they played pretty yeah. well against Real Madrid. And they've been looking pretty good lately and they're very apt for like a five, three game. So I don't know. It's going to be a fun game to watch too. I don't think they're going to beat Real Madrid, but I am hopeful as a, someone who has an Atalanta Jersey coming in the mail. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a game where, um, away goals really play against them because they're going to have to score at least two, um and that will be tough to do yeah like <laughs> you know, madrid's been real madrid's been such a weird team this year too like i don't know they obviously have the talent but they've been playing so far under that talent that you wonder if like them crashing out of the champions league is almost like a given yeah yeah agreed um i think it'll happen i just don't know if it'll happen here it'd be great if it did though because i love atlanta and i love more like non-traditional teams getting deeper in this thing you know yeah. Um, which we're certainly not having with most of these second leg games. So might as well get <laughs> no. there. Um, what do you think about next round matchups? If we're looking at, uh, you know, Madrid and Chelsea. Uh, yeah. So, so far City. going through Liverpool, Porto, PSG and Dortmund are ahead. They're into the next round. You figure City and Bayern will be there too. The two up in the air are Madrid and Atlanta and Chelsea and Atleti. Um if I'm looking at those next rounds, like the possibility of Bayern and City, PSG and City or PSG and Bayern, like seeing who Porto matches up with, there's a lot of interesting, interesting dynamics at play. And I'd love to see like Porto go, go further, another team from like not England or Germany or Spain. Mm-hmm. Go, uh, give me that uh, Liverpool uh, Dortmund matchup. That'd be sick. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. I'd be all about that. Um, Erling Haaland playing against his future team. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I know you've got your your mitts in on him. So United are going to spend 150 million on him. Oh, it's going to be so much more than that. Um, yeah, uh, let's uh, jump on overseas, over across the pond to the pond, as they say, Major League Soccer. Why don't we actually start with, I think we're going to want to end with this Jersey conversation because it's going to take us a good oh, yeah. amount of time. It's going to go crazy. And it's going to be meaty. And even <laughs> Ian can get involved in this. Ian, get ready, baby. This is your time to try more of this white moment. So St. Louis City FC, that's our home team. That's us. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I, uh, I like uh, Matt Seaback. Is that his name? I like him. Yeah, um, I'm 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 pretty sick of him saying we got big STLSC news tomorrow, <laughs> and it's just freaking more renderings. I'm pretty. How over many it. renderings do they have that they're just know, waiting like, to go out there? <laughs> they're sitting on renderings. They have renders? <laughs> oh, they're gonna render the whole city, baby. 
And uh, we're back. Apparently the internet uh, hey. doesn't like our hot and spicy uh, rendering takes. So I'll, I'll <laughs> file that one away for later. So we don't know exactly when we got cut off. Um, CKB has you tapped, Steve. That's right. She's uh, she's in this room right now. Uh, <laughs> but we were complaining, you know, Matt Sivak seems great, but maybe just stop hyping up renderings every couple of weeks. Mm. Maybe if you're going to hype something up, I don't know, just do something actual, like anything, any news about but the Steven, have you Have you looked at this rendering though? Like the whole city is rendered in this well, rendering. Listen, yeah, I mean, I've but I've seen the city before, so <laughs> I didn't need that rendering. But uh, have you seen a digital? <laughs> it looks a lot cleaner. Uh, number of, a number of practice fields, that's very cool. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure the grass is very nice. Uh, a cool training facility with some, uh, some pedaling stations looks like those Great don't look like the anything. ferris wheel those look like they're a thing that isn't a thing in the foreground there um yeah but maybe it's uh, something i don't know I what that don't is recognize. i swear we'd already seen this rendering of the office um or the team store whatever it is um but then the whole city yeah very very beautiful uh lovely city you know not the best angle of it since you're looking away from downtown and and the arch and all the cool stuff but still very cool. I'm very excited yeah. for all this, uh, but they're still just rendering. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe give us more next time. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> how about a how about a jersey concept? Even no. just a concept. How about a name for a? Team? How about you render my jersey? Yeah. How about you render Ooh. our first captain? Uh, but anyway. <laughs> It's just a, it's a, it's like a police sketch that looks oh, a lot no. like Tim Reed, but there's enough plausible deniability that they can be like, that wasn't Tim Reed. What are you talking about? It's going to be an EA creative player. <laughs> His like facial features just aren't filled in, but he still has a beard. Yeah, exactly. Could be, could be anybody. And then it's a very clean shaven man that we just have to make him wear like one of those fake uh, soggy bottom boy beards. Here. <laughs> Um, the uh, MLS is going to return on April 17th, Stephen's birthday. That's my birthday. It is. That's uh, uh, that's uh, Ian guessed that completely random one time, and that's how we became friends. That's uh, I don't think that's how we became friends, actually. I hope, but it probably helped. It solidified the bond. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ian's uh, Justin's typing notes about Sacramento's MLS team as we speak they're probably not happening oh my god breaking news well, it's not really breaking i forgot to enter in the show notes and i was reminded as we were going through um i think i talked to you guys about this but we haven't yeah, talked about the pod yet yeah uh sac republic's billionaire backer <laughs> dropped out which means that they currently don't have the funding to buy their way into the mls which please means that tell they me have... you didn't just seriously call them sac republic <laughs> they please, are that is their name never change they need to they need to continue <laughs> to exist now <laughs> but they won't uh where are they gonna go because you know mls isn't just gonna stop expanding who else is yeah else is so Sacramento has a timeline to find an investor, but it doesn't look great. Um, I mean, there's still plenty of cities looking for a team. Like you go to Vegas, Vegas and uh, Phoenix both had really strong uh, presentations last time. And, you know, there there's plenty of room. There's plenty of cities that are clamoring for an expansion team. So they'll go somewhere like uh -huh. Vegas or I think Vegas or Phoenix would probably be the best bet for them, but. That's yeah, cool. that's, that throws a monkey wrench into things for sure. They're supposed to be a, our Got expansion it. buddies, and they're not. Yeah. 
playing soccer in the arid desert heat of summer yeah. seems like a great idea. I think that's probably where <laughs> they should go. Yeah. Um, well, they already play in Houston. So. That's, that's, uh, Houston's a hellhole. I'm, I'm sorry, but it is. <laughs> The uh, what else is notable? The Canadian teams are starting in the United States. Montreal Impact, which isn't what they're called anymore, Justin. How could you? Oh, sorry. I took that straight from MLS's press release. So blame MLS. Wow. Okay. MLS. <laughs> what a disaster. What is it? Club Day Foot Montreal? Is yeah, I think so. CF Montreal. Um, <laughs> Miami. They'll be playing in Miami, where you know, very similar city to Montreal. Uh, Toronto FC, Orlando. Um, and uh, Vancouver Whitecaps will be playing in Sandy, Utah, obviously. Um, where else would you put a team? Yeah. Man, how do you draw that card so bad? All right. Uh, let's see. Montreal, you're going to Miami. Uh, Toronto, you're going to Orlando. And uh, Vancouver, you're going to Sandy. And they're like Palm Springs. And they're like, no, Sandy, no. Utah. You're going to the outskirts of Salt Lake City. How do you Ooh, feel? Oh, baby, that? not even the center <laughs> of Salt Lake City. <laughs> you ever wanted to be in the suburbs of Salt Lake City? Well, this is your chance. And now, folks, uh, you, you've waited all year since our, we last did this for our uniform reviews. Here they are. We've got jerseys. We've got kits. We've got ideas. we got some kit leaks. Some kit leaks, some kit info, some kit overviews. And here we go. We're going to do them alphabetically. Uh, Ian, do you have this page open? Because you're going to need to have the page open. So, going to need some visuals here, Ian. I don't <laughs> call him on it steven call him on it look there's an orange one i see an orange yeah, one. Does yeah yeah you're just seeing it for the just first colors time, you know? <laughs> no, you're just naming a color good lucky guess <laughs> um the atlanta city uh atlanta fc uh, Atlanta United, is, Atlanta United, you almost there. Right. There's, <laughs> there's, there's the next an FC the next in one. there. I, you know what? Screw these people. <laughs> he doesn't like the jerseys. Um, this jersey sucks. Uh, I like it. I don't think it needs the stripey stripes down the middle, to be honest with you. But it's fine. You know what? No, it's not fine. I don't like these stripey stripes down the middle. What do you guys? I don't like it because <clears throat> so they're called the five stripes because their initial jersey was the red and black, like bold stripes that they had and uh -huh. then it was a great jersey i don't understand why they changed it to something that is significantly worse if not like a little bit boring wouldn't this be fine though just if the vertical stripes weren't there i mean it'd be kind of dull but i feel like those are actually detracting yeah. from it yeah it's it doesn't look great they needed like a way to keep the five stripe thing in but like the lines are uneven even and uh, it's it's not great. I don't enjoy it. I don't care for that at all. Maybe just even if they hadn't had them to the neck, maybe if they were just under the American. Anyway, uh, yeah. Ian, your thoughts? I I like the colors. Yeah. But yes, I'm not a fan of the design. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's like a. I like the gold. It's, it's like a C minus. I think yeah, they're going to be just, some some I real like D's and F's on this list. Yeah, so I, need I like the original jersey so much though. Like I think that's what drives it. Down yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Um the uh what's this are they bringing back 96 no no they're not um so i'm uh, they do have a third jersey it's going to be burgundy and gold team maroon i guess is what they're calling it i don't know how i feel about that i gotta see it to believe it you know so austin city fc i'm just adding words now i'm just adding city to everything jesus it's, i mean it might be you know, austin right. fc uh Oh, make a gut decision bad it's bad i don't like it what do you guys think 
You could definitely I like the like home. It. I like the home jersey better than the away jersey. The away jersey is Ooh, the, the away is much worse. Also, I like how <laughs> a lot of these teams don't have to do the three Adidas stripes thing, but apparently yeah. they do. On the yeah, Adidas. I was like, what's going on? They, they held on to that for some reason. I like, I like the homes. I would like them more if it didn't have shoulder stripes for some reason. Um, yeah, it's it kind of takes away like that Adidas has to brand everything with and the just stripes on the shoulders and just mm-hmm. printing Yeti across the front <laughs> isn't doing it for me. <laughs> I know that that's I know that they need their sponsors, but like American Family Insurance on the Atlanta jerseys at least looks like a kind of a logo, even if it's not a logo for a sports team. I'm yeah. a sucker though for like stripes and hoops. So like those jersey designs, yeah. though, like anything with these bold stripes, like I'm. Like, I think they look mm-hmm. great without those two things. I complained about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shoulder stripes. I like the I like the crest. I like mm-hmm. their crest. That's pretty unique, nice. Yeah. It looks very uh from a distance. It looks very like. I have an old version of the Hobbit and yeah. that looks ah, like the yes. uh, front of that book. Yeah. I liked, I actually like the green on the aways a lot. I think it looks better as a, a mm-hmm. highlight. It's more noticeable. Yeah. The shoulder stripes like, just take everything away from me. Yeah. And I even like the Yeti Jersey, <laughs> the Yeti logo more on there. Cause it is colored, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, the shoulder stripes really harming that one. Chicago Fire, they didn't rebrand their logo yet. And for that, they get an F. That was like trash. A hard, hard, hard F. Motorola, guys, Motorola doesn't exist no more. You got to update your sponsor. (laughs) Um, I like. Hello, Motorola. What does that say about MLS that like one of their biggest markets is sponsored by like a failing phone company? Yeah, (laughs) not good. I like nothing about this home jersey. It is the best boring to me. Am I being too harsh? No, no, you're, you're not. It's you're fine. not being harsh at all. I like the like underlay in the away jersey, but uh-huh. that's Ooh, about all it has going. I'm seeing for it. the stars now in the away, and I like it a lot mm. more because it's got yeah. that, that Chicago flag. We talked about it before. Just but Stephen, as we scroll through mm. these uniforms, remember that uh adidas likes to copy and paste a lot of things so we might not end up liking that underlay as much as we thought oh already <laughs> i'm seeing another one so already united is happening is that that's got to be happening for sure uh colorado rapids we know nothing other than that they will have dash green and bold green which is yeah i think they're this. doing they're doing an alternate jersey that's a throwback to their like 96 yeah. original i was gonna say because they do they do not wear any green now so no. that's good <laughs> CF Montreal. Uh, oh, look. It's... <laughs> uh, they have the Snowflake logo that some have thought doesn't quite look like Snowflake uh, as their underlay throughout the, the uniform here. What does Steven, it you're... look like besides a disaster? <laughs> that is a very strong F for me. There is nothing redemptive about that jersey. If you strip everything off of that jersey, it's still just a black and blue t-shirt. That, wow, that's a big yikes. Uh, any anyone like any part of that? Am I correct me if I'm? I'd I'd like the snowflake crest if it looked more snowflakey. Yeah, but it's like impact. It's like alluding to impact, but they're not called impact anymore. Right. With the down arrows and the M. Um. It also doesn't look like a maple. It doesn't look like anything. 
Yeah, I was going to go out on a limb and say I do not approve of this rebrand in any shape. Or Ooh, this away is almost worse. There's, yeah, it's Ooh. just so bland. I don't like the weird that it's even whiter white stripes on a white jersey. I don't like. I don't like how the BMO logo almost looks like the part of the Snowflake logo too, but it's not. Like it's just different enough. Yeah, and it's all there, black and white for a team that doesn't usually go black and white. And it's oh, that is a that is bad. That all of that is bad. I don't like any of that. Uh, heading on to Columbus Crew, I don't like this either. <laughs> I don't like this. What is what is this underlay? How would you describe I guess, that? I guess it's supposed to be like eagles no no i don't think they so. call it a geometric graphic print uh that doesn't really yes. give us anything. oh yeah that <laughs> but that makes sense but i don't like it that uh yeah that makes me hot and heavy that's that's yeah that I, I don't know why they constantly mess with columbus's jerseys when they have like they've had I'm, perfect jerseys in the past and i'm they looking just want to mess it up i'm looking back to the home jerseys of montreal and I, i'm seeing them with new eyes because of how bad this Columbus jersey is. Like, they, they have such cool colors. Why would you not use any of the colors? Yeah, I don't I don't know why. They're... I swear this is to get people to clamor for like throwback jerseys so they can put the colors back this on. Is your freaking, this is your, your MLS Cup champions you're allowing to look like this. But like the other Ooh. thing is like this, they've never really had a gray home jersey before. Their home jerseys have always been fantastic and they're like... Mm-hmm. I don't like but then when they also won't other teams the have to come and wear their homes because yeah, Columbus's homes are basically white. They will. Oh yes. boy. Oh boy. All right. All I right. guess they're going to yep. be white with yellow shorts. It looks like, um, but still, like the they had the all yellow jersey before, which was like classic and perfect. And then last year's black jersey wasn't my favorite, but it's still so much better than this. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Uh, FC Dallas bringing it right back though. I, Ooh, I like that this is good. a lot. I don't I'm a think big fan needs, of any baby blue. Yeah, I don't think it needs the weird like stitching crap that's going on. I don't even know what you call that effect. Um, I'm sure. Did they have? Did they say anything? But yeah. other than that, uh, pretty much perfect to me. That looks that looks like a t-shirt I had back in like high school or early college uh, like there was a thing oh, there was like a, that like acid one. well it's kind of it was like they had like weird little bits of color yeah. in it but it wasn't really dots it was weird yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're two they're 10 years too late is what i'm saying yeah, i think that's very extraneous on this jersey which is otherwise very good but it's such this a has minor... been the best of the crop of leaks so far oh, for yeah sure. and it's agree. been such a that's such a minor effect that you know it doesn't really <laughs> detract from it also, MTX once again looks kind of like an actual logo for a thing mm-hmm. yeah. that looks kind of cool on its own. So, DC United, I knew it. I knew we didn't get the stars, but I knew we were getting something. This is like a camo that's not a camo. I love camo that's like, but <sighs> it's not. White. Yeah, it's not really. And it's... I mean, you you playing soccer in Siberia? In oh, January? guys, you are wrong. It's, it's not camouflage. It's a marble pattern representative of the iconic national monuments found in Washington D.C. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Lidos, I don't know what that is. I thought St. Louis had I know. Lidos. <laughs> but, I mean, we both went there. Uh, DC United Crest is really cool. I mean, I like the red, white, and blue on this. Um, I feel like if you're far from this, you're not really going to see the marbling going on. Yeah, it's very subtle. So I think for that, I could I could almost give it like a B minus. I think overall it looks fine if you're not really noticing that it weirdly looks yeah, it's a, stained. It's a good but, fine jersey. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't um, mess anything up, which I think bumps it up a grade whenever yeah. that happens. FC Cincinnati, don't even have to look at it. It's an F minus. Uh, this no. is, it's an F minus, but it is the most improved from last year, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even I don't even think it's an F minus. This is a fine. Yeah, it's fine. not bad. I think it's it's still got their crappy crest on it and and they still intend on going with like two different shades of blue for everything. Yeah, which is weird. Blue on blue, <laughs> not a good look. Um, but I do like the blue and orange. And yes, yeah, so yeah. I like blue and orange. Just not yeah. not another blue. Yeah. Um, Ian, why don't you lead with your thoughts on Inter Miami? Since I've been dominating a lot of the conversation. I like pink. Light pink. Is uh, it light pink? Yeah. Sorry, my yeah. my monitor is all weird colors. Um, oh yeah, it is. Why mm-hmm. is that? Because I like because I do the thing where it like filters out the blue because I'm one of those people. Uh, but I do it all the time to varying degrees. I'm like one step away from a vegan. Um, they're I like these jerseys. I mean, they're all black with little accents of pink, but I do like that light pink touch. And I think uh, Miami that feels very Miami, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I could do with a little more pink, but maybe they have a yeah. This is... mm-hmm. This I want them to way, just so. steer into the pink a little bit more. Like that, yeah. if I was in charge of Miami's marketing, that's what I would do. Yeah, like I think of Miami as pink and pink and Miami teal, but I don't think of it as like great. understated pink and teal. Right. You know, like yeah. I don't think Miami is very understated. Pastel city. pink. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a very quiet city. It's very yeah. subtle. Uh, Houston Dynamo. Uh, they're loud. They are loud. Uh, Justin, your thoughts. It's fine. Just orange. It's an orange yeah. jersey. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I like uh, I like the MD Anderson Cancer Center crosses out the word cancer, you know, because fuck cancer. Where you can all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. The most family friendly logo of the bunch so far. Um, I don't uh, I don't care for the new Houston Dynamo crest. I don't know how long they've had that, but it's brand new. It's since. Yeah. The off season. I yeah. You, I you know whose crest I do care for is uh, the what's the the women's team in Houston called? Are they the Dash? Oh, the Dash. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm all about that logo. Which I think like this was trying to because Houston yeah. like both their teams feed off each other pretty well. Yeah. So I think this was supposed to be like a take on that almost, but um, it just doesn't quite have the same like kick that the Dash does. Yeah, that's uh, that's a spicy meatball. That dash, mm. that dash crest. Uh, spicy meatballs are never served in Los Angeles. Little known <laughs> fact, because you can't, you still wow. can't go to restaurants there. So you know, that's uh, that's their problem. This is like a cream-colored away jersey. Yeah, uh, it's like a beige. Uh, I can't decide which you would think would just make it a C, but I feel like I have a very strong opinion on it and I just can't figure out what it is yet. Um, I might kind of like it because it's different. If it's the same jersey was just white, I would be really bored by it. Yeah. 
least it doesn't have the it's it's gonna have that the sponsor logo too so kind yeah. of picture that in your brain um but yeah i like the like the los angeles on the sleeve cuff like that's kind of uh-huh. cool yeah what do you think uh ian i think that's it's not offensive. That's what I think it's of when I It's very safe. It. It's quite safe. Yes, for sure. Oh, man. I just scrolled ahead. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I also scrolled a little bit ahead, and there is one that is bonkers. I... Speaking of LA. <laughs> wow. I LA Galaxy, which I... with what is this. just uh, atrocious. Is I don't like, even. This, is this like an old coloring? This is an F minus. Is this something they like used to I think to wear? it is an F old coloring illusion. I mean, I not even really though. Like yeah, their no, color wasn't. Old, but it is that old galaxy crest. If you look at the top, it's similar colors to that. Um, by the way, <sighs> Mutiny was a great team name. Bring them back. Um, I don't like these. These are terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. These look more like this, a, a uniform of like someone that works at like a chain restaurant. This is an affront to my eyes. Yeah, this is the yellow, like the the thin yellow outline of all the stripes. Like, yeah, yes. this is a grocery bagger uniform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one subway from Deerberg's yeah. uniform. Oh, baby. And Deerberg's uniforms, having worn them for a lot of my life, terrible. Uh, <laughs> and once again, the shoulder stripes on the shoulder making this even worse. Here's the thing. Here's the thought, Adidas. If your uh, branding is going to make me hate everything I see with your branding on it, maybe don't put your branding there. <laughs> maybe since you know, since it says Adidas on the right chest, right, an unmissable right. and an iconic logo, maybe uh, you just leave that there, Adolf Dossler, and then we'll we'll all be fine. So yeah, that's right. I just no name dropped likes, uh, the founder of Adidas. People don't. Dead I don't like that for name. Very Steven. long time. Nobody yeah. does. I got, no, I got I a little worried it. there. I I, got I said it because I wanted people to be uncomfortable because I, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> when I see the stupid shoulder stripes. So, Duplicating um, an image, that's for sure. Let's uh, wash the image of that horrendous atrocity away with the pleasing sorbet of this. I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. You don't like this one? I don't mind this one. I just the like target, target is terrible. Logos, yeah. the worst but, logo. But if the target so... So it's the Minnesota United jersey. It's so clean. It's just their like powder blue, the Target jersey, the Target logo, and then the Emulet, and then UFC logo. And it's it's very nice. It's a very if, nice jersey. If the Target logo wasn't on here, though, perfection. Oh, that'd be yeah, A plus mm-hmm. plus. Or even if they just spelled out Target, which I, I like, realize is not yeah, what. Not but, like yeah, but but do do with the Target logo like at the end yeah, yeah, yeah. of that, but don't make it the center of the whole freaking. <laughs> yeah. love but other than that if you're, the goal, if you're the goalkeeper though you know just hit, hit right here <laughs> aim for this he's gonna have a perfect expected save percentage of oh no of, what you're hearing is the audible response to steven scrolling down to the new england revolutions away oh, jersey oh <laughs> what it's what oh. is there stuff on it yeah, I don't know even how That's to. A, okay, this isn't this. This isn't a printing error, right? They're trying no, see, to. Yeah, it's like white, but it has gray kind of sections of it, and then yeah. one side is black outlines, and one side is powder blue outlines. You know that very famous painting? It's like reflections on a something something that's just squares. It's just different shapes of squares. This is like if you just cut a part out of that, except if the whole painting was gray and white and boring. But I don't understand what this has to do with the New England Revolution. I would would rather wear (laughs) that Galaxy jersey for a year than look at this one more time. (laughs) This This is so bad. I've 
what? <sighs> Every time I see something like this, I just think, think about how many people. Oh, a lot of people had to say this is fine for this to reach even the point. How where many checks and balances they had to go through? Yeah, like the fact that this even made it out of like the brainstorming phase. <laughs> they must have had a thousand ideas better than this because this, every other idea must have been better than this this makes me worry about like humanity <laughs> yeah but like about our team's jerseys oh, that they're gonna have yeah, these bold colors <laughs> and they're gonna be like we're going with gray baby and yeah. be like what you are should you doing? be very worried i'm terrified oh no uh, Nashville's got some stupid shit on there, dude. <laughs> guys. Before we move forward, I just wanna I wanna post in the chat New England's like 1996 jersey uh, because uh, if we're like comparing it to the original, I just want you guys to to check this, that out. Uh, this is Zoom chat situation. I, I, I put it on the notes. I put it in okay. the, the notes. Sorry. All right. All right. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's the the jersey Woo! worn by. That's perfect. I see Wallace and uh, yeah, so you know that's what they're working with. I think they should bring that back. The original Reebok jersey that has like lines coming away from the Reebok jersey, and then Revolution uh -huh. and like a diagonal, um, and then the Dude. numbers and the and the Revolution crest kind of in like the bottom left hand corner of the jersey where there's, it should be. There's like a <laughs> buzz saw at the top. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on. Revolution and the ten are both. I mean, why very, do we ever move away from this? That's, yeah, yeah. very nineties font. I mean, that's the most nineties font I've ever. Can we seen go back to life. baggy jerseys? Oh, baby! I was so we were joking. We got some German folks that we work with, and then we were joking because he, a guy made a big save, and the guy, um, one of the German guys, helped us and. Uh, one somebody messaged the channel and said Nicholas with a glove save at the at the at the buzzer to save us all and some and then he posted a photo of some Flyers jersey, a Flyers goalie making a glove save and I said, you know, you could have at least posted a German goalie and put Philip Grubauer, but then the German guy said, there's only one German goalie you should. Uh, worry about and posted a photo of Oliver Kahn and he's correct he is obviously correct but uh I then I was just google imaging Oliver Kahn and it's all baggy jerseys baby it's amazing imagine a Bayern Munich jersey but it's like hanging off of you like a tapestry <laughs> it's fantastic. oh yeah those are nice um, look at them now they're yeah, fantastic it's I don't know why that was ever the style and I don't know why we ever stopped uh, I love it uh, all right, sorry, that was a, an elocution safari. There's a uh, Oliver Kahn save in like one of the first row of images where he looks like he's giving someone a kick to the face. So, uh, yeah, Great. yeah, I see it now. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, he probably was. He probably gave him a, a good old kick and the kick in the jaw. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, what are they? What did they try to print on this Nashville? Uh, those are ends that we're looking at. So there's ends God. underlaying the navy and fluorescent For yellow Nashville. jersey. I can't remember if we mark this podcast as explicit, but this is terrible. <laughs> I, this just don't do the underlay. This jersey's fine. It's fine. It's very good, I mean, honestly. We've talked about before about how much I just do not like Nashville's like branding in any sort of way. Yeah, and this just is the like precipice of that. But like I kind of like I kind of like that navy blue and the bright yellow. This is the best the shoulder stripes have looked the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then it's got that stupid in, and it's like, why? 
Yeah, if it's just the plain navy, I like so much better. Without the, so, the other so stuff. Um, the uh, NYCFC, they're coming through. This is fine. This oh, is this good. is up. Uh, oh, it's like a glossy finish too. Yeah. So it's the their city blue with the glossy finish with like the crest kind of underlaid. Yeah, I don't think the crest underlay is really necessary, but I don't think it damages it in any way. Um, that's that's a good one. I like that one a lot. I dig it. Uh, Ian, as you are such a <laughs> such an expert on Red Bulls teams, why why don't you tell us about this jersey? Um, you know, I love this Red Bulls logo on okay. this jersey. I don't know why, but I love it. And at um, least looks like a logo. For that's a fine. I don't mind underlay. That's a little. That's a checkerboard. It's a checkerboard that's all fine. white. I kind of like this one too. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a classic Red Bull jersey. Honestly, yeah. I like it a lot. Another one where I don't think you really need the checkerboard underlay. No, their jersey is so like iconic. Anyway, is this the it's... wacky one you scrolled to, Ian? Sorry, know. go ahead, Justin. <laughs> no, let's move on. Uh, Ian, you may have heard audibly reacting to the Philadelphia Union new away jersey. Ian, what's up? <laughs> I love this. I love. I love how just it's it's electric this blue. This, right? this, this is a bonkers jersey. <laughs> it's electric this. blue. There's like weird sort of zigzaggy lightning bolts let, going on. Let me tell you something. This <laughs> is perfect. I love it. <laughs> If you're if you're gonna go crazy, Just go, go all the it. way yeah. crazy. You gotta crank it up to eleven. This is this. I'm not even kidding. I I would buy this. Oh, I would. I would wear the heck out of this jersey. It is. This is like so like a fashion statement, baby. I'm trying to think of another one that like tried to do a little crate, like a little wacky and just didn't get it right it's, guys i'm gonna is, i'm gonna go out on a limb here this is like 92 norwich city territory for me oh fantastic <laughs> yeah this is like columbus columbus tried to be like oh look how cool we are we're doing something real different and philadelphia was just like f it we're going all the way even the artisano logo artesano logo is in like comic sans which maybe <laughs> yeah. it is anyway but like that's Oh, I love it. This isn't their colors at, at all. I might have to um, buy this jersey. I think I might too. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta learn about the players on the Union just so I can get the right player. But oh. Union are kind of my East Coast team. That's that's kind of my Eastern Conference. That is electric. I love it. It's so bad that it's <laughs> wonderful. Look, it says introducing a unique look. <laughs> <laughs> Painleaf sky blue with vibrant yellow trim at the V-neck and sleeve cuffs. The trim is nice. Like I like that yellow as like an accent. It really makes everything mm-hmm. pop. Real Salt Lake. They got a whole bunch of weird crap on their jersey. Can't yeah, so the new Real Salt Lake away jersey. Is. It's white with maroon. And there's a bunch of stuff going on that I can't even really make I out. Can't even identify. It looks like there's some letters on there, but I don't know what the letters are spelling. It's okay. We don't uh, spend that much time Smith. on Lake. This is <laughs> this would have been like a C if you hadn't put all that weird crap on it. But then it's like a D minus again. What did you say? Ian? <laughs> Just spell out Joseph Smith. <laughs> Murder. Uh, Orlando Health, the uh, Orlando jerseys, uh, purple and gold, always good. These... See, I'm just asking for a rendering like this. Yeah. I just want a rendering. Yeah. Just give me one. These look rendering. I like That's... the uh, offset kind of fading stripes they have going yeah. on with like the line in the corner. It's nice. Once, once again, I'm I just like going to say it would be better without the Adidas stripes out there. But you know, we'll True. take what we can get. Um, these. 
I'm sorry, no, I can't. I don't like <laughs> these Portland Timbers. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, so the new Portland Timbers home jersey, one side is their typical forest green and one side is like a dark green, but there's like a stitch pattern along the middle. Yeah, I'm not a fan. The like, stitch I don't know. is what really upsets me. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that stitch at all. <laughs> it's just um, messing with like, the Timbers have such an iconic jersey, not to overuse that phrase, but like, I don't know why. And it's not I, that much still green, but it does look good. Iconic yeah. to the 200,000 people that know MLS teams. But yes, Prior. iconic. <laughs> iconic in their own way. Um, that looks like they've got a collar effect of the three crowns, which is cool. That yeah, oh, yeah that's, like uh, that's a swig and a miss. I'm a big fan of things on the collar that no one can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like I the blues have the, the flag on the collar. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's like our, it's like our little secret. <laughs> Nobody knows about it, but us. Um, the San Francisco, San Jose earthquakes. Um, I think I like this one. It's simple, yeah. kind of dull. I like it better than last but... year's jerseys, and it's it's yeah. just they're like plain royal blue with the whites. It's, it's clean. A, it looks good. That's a real rich blue color. So you know, I yeah. like that. It looks like the blue screen of death to me on a like that's, a computer. That's fair too. Yeah, which is fine. I don't think it's so much their design so much as like their sponsors in complete white and just um, a very bland text. And and say, so it's like, a cloud oh. communications company too. Yeah. yeah. It is the blue screen of death. I feel like I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is a computer screen. But <laughs> I do like the colors though. I'm a big fan of blue and white. I uh, scrolled ahead and uh, oh no, uh, oh happened? Seattle, Seattle, what are we like doing? It. I don't like it. Seattle, uh, what are we doing? Why are this like what they're gonna wear forever, like this whole year? Yeah, this why away jerseys? Why'd they do that? <laughs> <laughs> they Jesus. are a cow print, uh, would be what I would call it. I'm sure they have some bigger name for it. More of a tie-dye, but the tie-dye colors are purple and an even darker purple, which, you know, goes right along with the neon green that Seattle is so well known for. Uh, and then an orange. Uh, yeah, this, I don't, I don't this, get the colors here. At this all. is really bad. This is like, it's not worse than um, New England, but I think it's worse than LA Galaxy because yeah yeah i just don't get it i don't want why and also you your colors are so to borrow a phrase from justin iconic why would you why would you why what why i don't get i don't think you have the cachet to just be like fuck it whatever colors we want this is a team this is a team this is for real i think you hit the nail on the head because over in europe when you're a team like when you're a team like Arsenal or Liverpool, or you've been around forever, yeah. Um, they just do whatever, you know. It's like this year our colors are, I don't know, uh, potato, <laughs> <laughs> and they go with it. Uh, and I think this is a team that got too big in their britches and was like, Yeah, we can just do that, that's fine. Uh, and they could not, they, they did not have the right. Um, and also, and also, yellow, like teams looks, in Europe usually do that for an, like a third jersey. This third looks jersey. like their yeah, yeah, actual yeah, weight jersey. Sure. Uh, the t- the yellow looks uh, off too. It looks like a sickly, like mustard mm. yellow instead of like a bright yeah. or gold. There is nothing good about this. This could have been interesting at all. 
I don't really, I think the orange stripes on the shoulder really kill it. Uh-huh. Like it's already kind of off, but if they take that out, then it's like just one less color element. And I'm like weird and not great, but uh, yellow and purple sort uh-huh. of kind of, but yeah. And I agree. I think the orange much. is like completely throwing me off. Yeah. This yeah, blows again, my mind. That's maybe. like, why is that orange? It should be Who the same this? color as the Adidas stripes, right? So is it too many people too many people in the boardroom or is it the fact that it's one person in a boardroom I and i like go i guess this I is feel it like it's too many right it's too many because everyone had to have something like someone's could, son was like they gotta do orange and they're yeah. like, All right, like stripes orange i could see it does would... in their in their grand footballing empire there's like one guy working on all the mls jerseys i could see the revolutions one being one guy because that could be nobody else have been like he like he forgot about it, and it's like yeah. the morning of the presentation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> half your half your screen is gray. Is it supposed to look like that? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's how they're gonna make it. <laughs> uh, Toronto FC. We just got a picture of a player sitting down, so not our best angle. Um, uh, but I, I think they're, I like they're it. typical. Yeah, red and black. It looks like it has kind of a look like a lot of patterning going on that might be too much, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like much like in the NHL, all uh, Canadian teams have the same sponsors. <laughs> so right. In, in hockey, it's Bell, and and in soccer, it's BMO. BMO but you know, <laughs> keep scrolling. Soccer. Hey, there's old. There's good old Bell. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. This is safe. This is fine. Yeah, I yeah, like it's very it. clean. I like that they did something to like offset the the logo of the of the company and make it like stand out and look more natural instead of just being over a whole jersey. You mm. know? Yeah, I think like, Vancouver is like the most underrated like jersey combination. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I like I like those. I can't wait until we have a complete set that we can go through of all the homes and aways, but. I like it. I mean, now most of those, you know, Union, fantastic. Uh, Red Bulls, I'd, oh, buy, yeah. I'd, I'd wear one of those Red Bulls. Um, I'm ready to pay way too much money for that Union jersey. I think I think mm. for the most part, these were good with minor critiques. And then there were a few that were just like, oh my God, this is a bad I like it because last year, remember, like everything filed the same template. So everything was looking yeah. similar. They just changed mm-hmm. the colors up. Like at least this year, there's well, a lot of underlays, not, but they don't look the same this year. Yeah. No, they do not look the same. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. I was a little worried that they're going to stick to, I don't know why. No, why I was so worried, but I was worried they're going to stick to that weird three stripes on one shoulder. And it's got to be that way for everybody. I was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, Austin's gotcha. Oh yeah, <laughs> they go. Hey, look, hold on, folks. We like that. <laughs> That's because they were like, we wanted to start last year, and now we are <laughs> just behind. Um, that's it. I guess that's that's a soccer podcast for this week. That's that, uh, folks. It's been fun. I think uh, you know, and and just over a month, we'll have MLS to talk about again. Premier League's wrapped up. We got the Champions League to keep watching. But hey, you know what? It was like eight eighteen months for the last one, just two weeks for this one. So. You know, we're, we're heading in the right direction. So anything else you want to say, Justin, before we get out of here? No, I'm ready for some MLS. That's right. The greatest league in North American soccer. Minus, <laughs> right. It truly is. It truly minus is. possibly the Mexican league. Right. So, <laughs> uh, pretty good. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So. I number two. Number two is not bad. That's right. No worse than number two. That's right. Uh, nothing wrong with silver. So uh, until next time, folks, have a great evening and we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Go Union. Now this is a story all about
about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss.